you're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Throughout the course of the show, three-hour program, it is cut into single hours and then uploaded for your podcast pleasure. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts, you can get Boomer in the Morning. And uh, thanks to everybody for uh, letting us know today that apparently hour one of the podcast, which is up, mm-hmm. apparently, 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 is uh, nothing but the Ryan Pinder song intro oh, to just the Pinder Report the start. People are over and over and, and over again. It wasn't that bad. Was it not that bad? No. Is there any way to hear it? Or, uh, here? Our people are working out. It's all good. We Everything. have our best people on it? It's all good. Everything. Apple, Spotify, it's working. Perfect Ah, people. good. We back. Any idea what happened? Or... Oh, I, you know the Ryan. I, I have it in like our little, we'll go inside baseball here, our Burley, our machine yeah, yeah, here. I yeah, have yeah. Uh, our Ryan Pinder little clip there. Yeah. I accidentally clicked it when I was uh, building the audio files. So it started with the Ryan Pinder song and then went into the Boomer intro. Oh, I see. So, yeah, the Burley is where we get uh, we get our clips, kind of like if we were to hear from Daryl Sutter uh, talking about the the line combinations that we saw. I would then play them like this from our Burley. Yeah, we got three games this week, and our schedules. Uh, you know, we get one practice in, just see how it goes. It's so also, Burley's got like uh, yeah. It's also where I would go and. <laughs> God. Keep my shovel. So it's also where Pat keeps the song. Ramping up the Elizabeths. That's where it's right. Ramping the old way you put your bow down. Peel beat for life, bro. Ain't no turning back. Each side the sea, reason Lizzie in the back. I'm voting Ryan Pinder, that other brother switching, F and M be slunking, F and M be dissing, so P.O.P. bro, we gon' win this election, F and M be choking, F and M ain't checking, I'm from the 242, I'm from the 242, so that's where that's we that one, that's, yeah, that's, that's, in there. that's where we right keep next all to Daryl's line combos, yeah. no, no, so there's other songs, no, all the stuff is in Burley. Without Burley, uh, that's well, a cliffhanger. You're yeah, no, like to know how that ends. We need to. We no, that's too long. Rod the bot. Yeah, it's in all there. in there. Yeah. What would we do without it? What mm. would we do without it? Mm. Adnan Burke coming up. Bottom and to the stop hour. the hammering. That's in a different folder, right? Uh, no, that's all still. Again, it's, it's funny you mention. Uh, it's all Burley. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. We've not used that one near enough. It's so good. Yeah. Stop the hammering. <laughs> Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? I don't want to play because I don't. I know there's f bombs in there, and I don't know if it's been no. It's clean. Cleaned up or not. and if it's not, you get some paid leave. All good. No, who's up. where is it? I don't know. Where's the hammer? <laughs> is it on the? Uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. It's so great. It's amazing. It really is. It's I'm I'm so happy just hearing it. It's two and a half minutes of a news anchor, as you can hear, quite agitated because he's hearing hammering in, in his, his head, IFB. Yeah, his the head little thing that goes yeah. in the ear. Yeah. God damn it. 
<laughs> I told you they bleeped it. You got nothing to worry about. Yeah, Let it breathe. Nothing to worry about. Let it breathe. Yeah. Damn it. Ten seconds. There's insanity in the control room tonight. You have insanity in my earpiece. Don't don't leave it there. It's not my earpiece. It's somebody talking on our lines. Ten seconds. Here's Houston's mayor, Sylvester Turner, this afternoon. Every time we go to Wasat, there's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. He's very angry. He doesn't like it. It's tough to do with your job when you get something in your ear. Call Phil Griffin. I don't care who the fuck you have to call. Stop the hammering. Call Phil Griffin. Duma. Get Phil Duma. Call Phil Griffin. Call Phil Griffin. I don't care what you have to do. Empty out the goddamn control room and find out where this is going on. It's either there or there or out there somewhere. The woman talking in my ear was talking about the Labor Day special. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. (sighs) It's so great. You can't be done now. We got to. We don't have anything to do. What do we have to do? We got to talk about. No. It's a Foley. Have you forgotten your roots? You're going to talk about line combos and not finish Stop the Hammering? I just can't believe. Is Monaghan really not going to be on that second power play? Like. Yarncroke shows up for two games, and already Monty's got to watch. He's well, a specialist. I mean, there's, there's, I'm just looking at the fourth line. I mean, you got Ryan- I told you why I wanted those f-ing words cut. It just f-ing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you can go find it on YouTube or somewhere. It'll be out there. Uh, but yeah, so Daryl was asked about keeping the lines together because it was a bit of a, uh, a shuffle on a bit Saturday. of a stunner. Yeah, they moved Kachuk off of the top line, inserted mm-hmm. Toffoli there. Kachuk then playing with Backland and Dubé on a wing. Manjapani, Yarncroak, and Coleman. And then Monaghan, Lewis, and Lucic. Now there's also a Ryan Carpenter who's on part of the team now. Well, Carp. Yeah. Got to get him a number and a line. Top of the world above creation uh so how he factors in also that doesn't include a brett ritchie we know that richardson now is a member of the vancouver canucks there should be nothing in the way of change on the blue line it's amazing when you think about the blue line a how healthy they've been and b they've been put together basically from the start if you think to the first game because they were, what, a forward short and they had an they extra defenseman? Shillington and he played like five minutes. Yeah, so Shillington didn't even play as a really a defense that night. But from game two forward, the pairings and the personnel aside from injury, because Shillington missed some time. Shilly Doug. Uh, they've played together and all year. Brilliantly, really. You think about how last year went for this crew? Yeah. You think about to this point in their career what you would – Expect from Zadorov and Goodbranson. Uh, it's been probably the most pleasant surprise of the whole thing. You know, obviously, I think Daryl's got his fingerprints all over it. It's not just six guys having good years. It's mm-hmm. clearly uh, a structure and a system built with the right personnel. But they're all having close to career years. And when you look at the trade deadline day yesterday and you do not see a defenseman brought in, part of it is because they have Mackey in the A and part of it is because Michael Stone is here, but it's also... You don't want to put one of these guys in the press box? Who are you taking out of this lineup? Like, are you... Are you no. Right? No. Like, they don't have a number one. I will say that. There is not a stud defenseman that runs a power play and everything goes through them. But it's not how it looks it's like you got a lot of twos and threes, doesn't yeah. it? Those yeah. two top pairs both look like top pairs in terms of who they can play against, how they operate. 
and the third pair looks better than a third pair does. And they're physical as hell. That's, so a, that's, a, that's a pair I want to see in a playoff series because they're going to make, yeah. you know, life a lot of trouble for the opposition with just like you got to run into the corner again against these guys. Which one is it? The, the 6'4", 230 or the 6'6", 250? Which one? And who knows? We may look back down the line and say, oh, yeah, you took for granted how healthy and how strong they'd been. You should know better. It's I mean, it'll be revisionist history. You could have had Justin Braun for a third because that was the price yesterday. You could have had Kulak for a second. Or whatever. But right now, you look at how it's been through whatever, I mean, how many games have they played now? 60, 62 games, yeah. 20 remaining. Are you really going to spend a pick or a prospect to bring in a D-man to upset that apple cart right now? You're just not going to. And what are you willing to pay to go put someone in the rafters? It's yeah. probably the better question because I, they're top six. You didn't want to change anything. So if you're getting a seven, like a third for a seven, come on now. And you can only spend so much. It's a lot to pay for a guy to go in the rafters and have to have someone eat money. To anticipate potential disaster down the road. You have you, you already have Stone. You have Mackie. You, you've, you've got that already baked into if, the If you to have brand, to go to Yusuf so. Alamaki as your nine, just remember that he played a ton yeah. when he was healthy last year. I am curious if they don't lose Richardson, do they do the Carpenter deal yesterday still? I also wanted to, I think they were probably interested in Carpenter, but when you do lose Richardson, maybe that expedites the process. Probably, right? Uh, he, he's a very Daryl player. And and the other thing is, I, like, I, I just, you're not enamored with Monahan right now. You're not alone. Yeah, I don't know how this one ends. I think it, it ends this summer with somebody taking a pick and the rest of that contract, which is one year left. I am probably overly critical there. I'm sure there are things and I hear from people who are who say I'm too too hard on him or I'm not seeing what he does, that he drives play and all of no, this. I don't do that. I just don't. I, I just don't see it. He's improved on the dot. Uh, I like his effort level and I've seen some good board play, but. Generally speaking, I mean, he's a guy that used to score 30 that's played his way to the fourth line. There's not a lot of happy endings in there. And the thing is, if that effort level, right, if the 95% you're getting out of him only gets him to a baseline of somebody else who's at 60 or 70%, then that, I mean, that's great, but he's got 52.9% in the faceoff dot, which is tremendous. You're going you're gonna to want him to, Daryl talks about it a lot when you see on the on special teams, Goals that come off of offensive zone wins. They've been real good on power play faceoffs this year, haven't they? They have been. So I don't know. Helps the penalty kill a bunch too, although you don't see him there. They threw Yarn Croak out in the Vancouver game. Now it was kind of a lopsided game, and he's been on the scene for two games. I don't know that that's a, a thing moving forward. But again, these are the games, 20 to go, that you start to tinker and see what you've got. Daryl talked about the schedule. You heard it there in that clip that wasn't about hammering. They've got San Jose tonight. And then Arizona Edmonton back to back Friday Saturday, so it's three games in five days. You try some things, and based on practice yesterday, the lines that we saw in Vancouver were still together. So the Toffoli with Lindholm, Gaudreau, Kachuk, Backlund, Dubé, Manjapani, Yarncrow, Coleman seemed like a good bet to start the game tonight. That's the Labor Day special when you can shuffle up the lines and you're fishing. I know what you just stop, stop the hammering. <laughs> Carpenter's not going to get in. Is that you're telling me? I mean, I'm sure he's late arriving, so today wouldn't make sense, but Friday against Zona? Sure. 
Yeah, I don't. Maybe he gets in today, but yeah. I, I, I got a question for you. Okay, he's in Friday. I know. Uh, who comes? What, I, 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 well, yes. Uh, it's the same uh, thing. Uh, right? We talked about it when. Well, what what if you can get a, a guy for the third line center? Okay, so Yarncroke's coming in. Is he going to play center? Well, yeah. Okay, so then what? Well, Monahan goes to the fourth line. Okay, well, what if you go and get a fourth line center? Who's got, Which they did. Who's got more jam and is maybe good on faceoffs and offers better a, defensively? Then who do you? The answer is Monahan again. Now, now is he going to a wing? Maybe. Like, uh, There's other ways they can do it. I just can't believe how the stock has fallen. It's not even because people are. Oh, it's Sam Bennett. This is to me. This is beyond Sam Bennett. Oh, Bennett yeah, never yeah. scored thirty goals. Bennett was never a top line center with top line production. Monahan had the production. Easy production, Dean. We used to joke he could get 30 in a sleep. The get, hands, getting to 10 is an issue these days. The, the, just the ability to score. The prowess as a goal scorer. It was impressive to watch how quickly the puck came off of his stick. His ability to elevate the puck in tight. Finding soft spots on a power play or even five on five. Is, is it all, is it hip injuries? Is it wrist? Hip. Like, I mean, it's probably is, all the above, but it's it's also a league that's gotten a lot faster. And, you know, for all the production he had, what were the elite tools? There was one. He was an elite finisher. That's gone. And what's left? Well, he was never a great skater. He's never been blessed with vision and, you know, carrying the puck. He's not been a defensive specialist at no. all. So the one elite trait he had, no fault of his own, is gone. Rookie year, 22 goals, second year, 31, then 27, 27, 31, and 34 goals. That is a ton of goals for a guy from his 19 to 24-year-old seasons. That's elite. There's four defensemen that have, uh, five defensemen that have scored as many or more goals at even strength as him. This season? This year, for the Flames. He's got three even strength goals at Five on five, like yeah, this it's so because that's the thing. Oh, you guys ran Bennett out of like town. Trevor Lewis look. has the same number of goals at even strength. Chris Tanev has more. Good Branson has more. It is staggering. There's nothing to be said. It sucks, and then you know what? It's, it's not his fault. It just sucks. Did he try to get hurt? Did did he say, hey, give me some really bleeped up surgeries, like not that they didn't go well, but like stuff that's going to affect me. No, they had to do that. They're trying to fix them. Didn't move yesterday. No. So you you know he's going to be here, and I don't know that it's a... I always thought he'd be here for the remainder of this year. It just gets interesting this offseason when they need that money badly. I think there was some because of Sarah Valley's report. Well, maybe there is something. It's It's hard for us to imagine. It's hard for us to see, but maybe we're too close to it. You don't see the elephant until you take a few steps back. Mm. Well, the elephant's still in the room. And I think that Daryl is very much on a, especially now, 20 games to go, you get into the playoffs, it's going to be merit-based, not who's got the A on their chest and who deserves. Are you playing well enough to get in? I love competition. Are you winning the competition for ice time? And if you're not, then how does that roster come together. I don't think you bring Carpenter to watch him have him watch the last 20 games. No. There's going to be a move. And you know what? 
looks like a guy that could kill penalty penalty, excuse me. Like, does that mean now Trevor Lewis, you've got to be on your toes? Uh, are you in a spot where you maybe give Milan half the back to backs? Not all, both sides. It's a luxurious spot. You've got a cushion. You're atop the division. You can get guys rest. You do not have to start your goalie three games and four nights because you're chasing. And that applies to the forward group as well. You've got, with Richardson gone, but Carpenter in, 15 guys that have been engaged that are playing. You've got Rajichka that can pop up into a third-line center role like that if you want to put your arm croak on the wing. Mm-hmm. There's lots of options. I'd expect lots of shuffles and rotating guys through. I don't think Daryl wants to see three guys stale or the one in the minors and two guys watching the rest of the way. You know what I mean? And it's a situation, too, where in years past we wondered, well, if Monaghan, is he injured? Well, he's going to play because you need to get in. You're fighting for playoff positioning. You're fighting for your life to try and get in. He's got to play. This is the load, load management angle. I see what you're doing here, Kawhi. But it's... You don't need to. If, if the guy needs time off, this team is equipped to give him all the time off yeah, he needs because he's he not performing and you've got the depth. That's I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's averaging 14 minutes a night and it's going down. And see, with, with the addition of two centermen in the last week, if Yarncroke, in fact, stays at center, and it seems like Carpenter is a center. Now, maybe Yarncroke proves out and... Things moving better as a winger. We'll find out in the next. Rizicka comes six in. Weeks. Lewis drops out. Carpenter There's goes another to name that you like. We don't even. These things can play, right? The toolsy kid. If you put, you put Ruzicka into the mix. Yeah. With Carpenter, Yarncroke, Backland, and where? Where are you? It's fourth line center or bust at this point for twenty three. <clears throat> Gonna need that money this summer. Gonna need it. And it would be one of those things where we would sit him because as a fourth line center, his boots are a little heavy and he's not. But you know what? We need him around for face-offs and that scoring that we're getting on the power play. Well, you're getting the face-offs, I guess. But he hasn't looked dangerous as a goal scorer all season, even with the eight that he's gotten. Wow, three to even strength. Let's not get too excited. said eight, five power play. Zips. Right. But there have been guys probably, I'm guessing, in NHL history who you've had issues with their five on five play, but man, they've been really good in a shootout or 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 on the power play. Mm. Man. Here here's the and I know we hate plus minus now. But starting with Goudreau at the top in terms of team scoring and working our way down, plus 44, plus 37, plus 46, plus 18, plus 20, plus 13, plus 11, plus 13, plus 26, minus 14, plus 25. Don't say it. And again, not a great stat, but tells the story there. When it's that when, glaring? When the discrepancy is that large, that's not all empty net goals and oops, our power play unit got caught on for a shorty. Nope. That's a legitimate discrepancy we'll talk to adnan verk mlb insider nhl insider movie aficionado uh the new batman is out are I'll you in- batman's out. i don't know the last one i saw was like val kilmer come on now really no i think i saw the the crazy joker one <laughs> you guys have seen christian bale dark knight danny devito is the penguin is the i don't know <laughs> Schwarzenegger? No, there have been some. There have been some Batman movies since then. But we'll talk to uh, to Adnan when we come back. Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan.
This is Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Continuing on a Calgary Flames game day. Get your helmet on. San Jose in town tonight. The Flames have not beaten San Jose all year. Two losses. Regulation. Well, they're going to be steaming. Daryl's going to be hot today. Oh, I guarantee you that's oh, the case. Geez. Yeah. He's jerks again. Flames have 16 regulation losses in 62 games. Two of them. Courtesy. Where's that Jasper Weatherby? Where is he? Where is that kid? Where else are some of the names on that night? Where's Jonah Gadjevich? Hey, Gadjevich, where are you? Where's Santeri Hataka? We'll do what you want to talk about coming up in the next segment right now. He's our boy. Adnan, Adnan, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one will. Great hair yesterday on yeah? NHL Net. My goodness. Who, <laughs> who's in charge of your hair? I am thoroughly impressed, Adnan. I'm so glad you started with that, Pinder. So here's the thing. Our hair has been thinning over the years, right? It happens, right? You get to your mid-40s, there's some hair loss along the way. The makeup artist, Michelle, yesterday goes, seriously, what's going on with your hair? I'm like, what do you mean? It's hereditary. It's life. You're losing a little bit of hair. What are you going to do? She goes, no, listen, what are you going to do? You're going to blow dry it. Your hair is so wavy and curly, it's a disaster. She goes, I'm Italian, so I know what this is like. Well, blow dry it. Bender, I look like a million bucks. My wife messes me. You're messing me. My buddy, Gurdip in Toronto. Uh, other anchors of what? What happened to your hair? People thought I was wearing a piece. Like it looks so good. Like okay, this guy got a two pound. Like, no, no, yeah. it's actually my hair. It's just blow dry. Who knew a blow dryer could make such a difference? Yeah, it, I, I was. I would use the word poofy. Yeah, it was, it was good. A, it was a, yeah. had some volume to it. Definite volume. It was, it was people's it was, wives were texting him. He poofy. was in yeah. the in the zone there. Uh, welcome home, Adnan. Love your hair. It was a little bit poofy. Boomer's right. Like, at one point, I went outside. The wind kind of took it up a little bit. I said, okay, now we got kind of like an Elvis Pompadour thing going. But trust me, as opposed to the alternative, I'll take it. And it was a fun day. I got to be back on Sportsnet, reunited my buddy David Amber. God, he's the best. He was invaluable to me getting a job at ESPN years ago. Ooh. We got to share a screen yesterday, and uh, no, we gave them a slight blow. It always it amuses me. That, that's why I know when I'm back home again. You guys' trade deadline coverage starts at 8 a.m. Here in America, we did three hours. From two until five. We'll Very logical. The last hour of the yeah. trade deadline. Yeah, and all recap. You guys are up at like you know crack of dawn. Away we go. But it was nice to be uh, back on in Canada. And of course, we had some deals throughout the day, so it was a fun day overall. And uh, well done on the uh, the suit, the uh, the uh, blue with the pinstripes. Very uh, oh, yeah. dialed, completely very, dialed. Very good fellas. Looked very sharp. Was that the NBC yeah. stuff they let you keep or what? <laughs> that's a great question it is not but you're right pinder i only saved that for big events so you're okay. wise to think it was the nbc stuff because i i only really have worn it for the olympics and i figured i'd unveil it for the trade deadlines i knew it'd be on back in canada so it's like one of the, the select pair right you got the everyday wear then you got the select pair that's like a wedding suit that's big time right there yeah. you know i i think it's neat that you give some uh, love to david amber because i think as hockey oh. fans people watch and you th- you don't really know who these people are necessarily. You think, you know, some guys or, or some girls, some women, you, well, they must be very nice. When in reality, they're, they're not very nice humans at all. Mm. David Amber seems like a nice guy and is one of the nicest humans going. Also, boom, I got to tell you the story. So, of course, you and, you and Pinder, uh, Pinder and I, of course, go way back to our days of the score. This is why we're talking here, because Pinder remembers I was kind to him. I was not uh, verbally abusive as so many other score anchors That's were. Correct, yeah. Yeah. I was 20 years old in May of 98. I'm an intern at TSN in my second year at Ryerson. And David Amber is sitting next to me, and he's a new reporter. Apparently, he worked in Calgary previously. He's now covering the Maple Leafs. 
he's striking up a friendship with some snot-nosed intern who could be gone tomorrow. And in the midst of that conversation, at some point, I must have said to him, rather eager that I was, oh, I'd like to be like you one day. And he says, well, if you ever need any help, let me know. We can help shoot a demo together. But I think I is truly salt of the earth. He gave me advice not only on how to get on television and kind of navigate the landscape, but I'll never forget. This is the most important thing he ever did for me. He worked at ESPN for four years prior to me being there. And people don't realize that because you're right, Boom. Jackie Redman, who worked at Sportsnet, currently here with me at NHL Network, she's like, so what's his deal? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, how long has he been covering hockey? I'm covering hockey. Amber's been covering hockey for 20 years. He's like, oh, I just saw him one day in hockey and Kale. This guy's pretty good. So he was at ESPN, and his is so critical for people listening, wanting to get in in the business. It's not just about, you know, your effort and ambition and all that kind of stuff. It's about having an inside man. Amber was critical because literally going into the meeting at ESPN, I had all day. I mean, I had meetings at 9 a.m., 9.30, 10, 10.30. And I, I remember calling Amber and going, okay, I'm meeting with Mark Gross. Give me the scouting report. I'm meeting with Al Jaffe, the scouting report. And he was incredible. Like, hey, this guy's a Red Sox fan. Make sure you mention this. This guy's daughter went to Cornell. Bring up that. Like, I'll, I'll never forget how critical Amber was in that entire process. The guy's the best. Yeah, I should probably take, you know, because I'm, I'm the worst. I, I hear all these stories. So look, imagine if, listen, at Walmart someday, someone's going to meet Dean Mulberg. Hey, oh, Boomer, yeah. any advice you can give me to get a business? And then you're going to go out of your way and say, listen, young urchin, come to 960, shadow me sometime. I can help you be a star in this business. Yeah. Well, you would do that like um, David Amber did. I'm not sure. It'd be like, well, what are you doing, old man, looking at puzzles? It'd be like, F off. <laughs> hey, that is you probably lost, where they'd sir? find you. You look to be in the wrong aisle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So the uh, what do we hear? Half a million people watch Blue Jay baseball on the weekend for a, a preseason start. The uh, I, I feel like the Canadian baseball fan is is hungry to get some things going. What do you make of the Blue Jays now? It's going to be a, it should be a fun one today, but uh, obviously a lot of people here getting pretty jacked for a Blue Jay season. Yeah, I'm here at the network today. We're doing a little pregame show from noon till one MLB tonight, and then we're going to have the Yankees Blue Jays, so I can watch Boomer's team. I can watch Pender's team and kind of lock in. And it's interesting, the Yankees lineup today is not anywhere near close to regulars, unless you're a huge Miguel Andujar fan, which I know you are. Mm. But the Blue Jays regulars will be in there. Aside from Teoscar Hernandez, I believe all the major Jays guys will be playing today. That's a shocking number you're giving me, Boomer. Half a million, wow, to watch preseason spring training. But it's not surprising. Listen, all these experts here, and I think they're experts. These guys know what they're talking about. They're all picking the Jays to win the American League East. And a good handful of them are saying, this is the best team in the American League. Like, when you start to go top to bottom, I mean, I don't know how you don't have the Yankees and Red Sox battling for third and fourth. Like, it's, it's Jays and Rays head of the class. Uh, obviously, you lose Robbie Ray, but you got Gossman. And we're going to see you say Kikuchi today. Chapman is an elite defender. Yes, his offensive numbers were down a season ago. Hopefully, he bounces back. A little concerned about the hip on the artificial turf. But, hey, he's an upgrade at third base. There's no question about it. And obviously you get the continued maturation of Vlad Jr. and Boba Shett and all the others. So uh, I love the fact there's excitement north of the border because there's excitement south of the border. These guys are Blue Jays fans, but everyone knows the Jays went from a sleeping giant to a legit giant this season. Well, it's just great seeing the future of the uh, Yankees at first base uh, playing for the Blue Jays. Uh, the old Yankees <laughs> might have done that. Yeah. I don't know, Dean. These guys wouldn't even unload the wallet yeah. for Correa. The Come bir- on. The bird's the word. Good to see Greg Bird uh, getting oh, it done. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, no, you no, pay body. Greg Bird was the guy for he's the good, Yankees. Yeah. For uh, well, he's ready. he's a lefty bat. That's the interesting thing there. Like if someone's going to be Chris Colabello and come out of nowhere and just be like the extra bench guy, a lefty bat's probably what it's going to be. He's that. You want to hit, you get a job. I guess so. I I don't know what's happening with the Yankees. I 
I, I every time and it's every time I hear Steinbrenner talk. Well, you know the luxury tax. Your your dad would punch you right in the mouth. Oh, a thousand percent boom. The the amount of rancor right now in the New Jersey New York area. Thank God for St. Peter's making a great run here in March Madness to school from that's Jersey right. City because yeah. that's causing a lot of joy. But the Yankees fans are furious, and you nailed it. I, I heard two camera guys yesterday in a heated conversation in the midst of my three-hour NHL trade deadline shift. They were yelling about exactly what you just said. They go, the old man would never stand for this. Like, go get some players. Go get some stars. Are you kidding? You're re-signing Anthony Rizzo on an affordable two-year contract. You, Correa was right there for the taking. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm still astonished. I mean, I thought that was a headline from the Onion. Three years, 105.3. Wait, wait, well, hang on. What? He wanted a $300 million. He thought he might get more than Seager. They did a poll of all GMs in baseball last year at the midseason. said, who will get more, Seager or Correa? And half of them picked Seager, half of them picked Correa. As a reminder, Seager signed for $300 million with the Texas Rangers. 105 for Correa for three years, that's it? And now I get it from Carlos's perspective. He's got two opt-outs. Hey, let me go to Minnesota, where historically he's raked. I'll put up big numbers. I'm going to opt out. Then we're going to do this again. And someone is this time going to give me 10 years, 300 million, et cetera. I'm betting on myself, so on and so forth. Hope he doesn't get hurt, by the way. Has had issues with durability. But the Yankees are sitting there. You can't pony up $105 million for three years. Are you kidding? And I asked John Heyman, one of our baseball insiders, said, well, the Yankees didn't like him. I said, what does that mean? He goes, well, you know, he's an Astro. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> We've overcome the sign stealing stuff. Big deal. The guy's a great player. He's obviously an impact player. He's great in the postseason. He goes, they're a little worried about his back. I go, okay, fine. So you don't get Correa. How do you not sign Story? Six years, 140? You got Isaiah Kiner Falefa? Really? The guy had a 670 OPS a season ago. How can Yankees fans look in the mirror and go, we didn't get Correa, we didn't get Story? Hey, we're still going to get starting pitching help. Maybe they get Manaya from the A's. Maybe Frankie Montas. Really? Uh, it's, a, it's a weird time to be a Yankee fan. And uh, news this morning sounds like they're set to present Aaron Judge with a long-term contract offer. Uh, th- th- look, if, if they don't get this done, now we're, we're, this really isn't the Yankees anymore, Dean. Well, and you know what? The other side is if they're going to look at Correa and say, oh, Astros and sign-stealing, the sign-stealing thing, there's, there's some big news coming Yankee-wise with that, what, this week, Adnan? Yes. Probably that it could be coming down this week. So, listen, I, I, all along when people said to me, you're just defending your boy Alex Cora there, I said, okay, maybe. But there's more than one team that was doing this. Let's be clear. There's 30 teams in Major League Baseball, maybe not to this level, trash can, et cetera. But more than one team had some issues here with regards to sign stealing. So I, I felt to me to be just a little odd to say, well, we just don't want Correa because he was mixed up in this nonsense. Really? Okay, that's a hell of a stand to take if you really want to go that route. Okay. Yeah, Yankees are in trouble. I love it. It's beautiful. It's, it's just a David versus Goliath. You'll love to see it. Yeah. Uh, looking at uh, switching gears a little bit, because I know you do, you're a multi-talented guy. I see the Claude Giroux practicing on a line with Alexander Barkov and Carter Ferhage with the Panthers today. How's it going to be to see number 28 in, uh, in Florida? Mm. Bittersweet, there's no doubt. Listen, my wife doesn't know anything about sports, but even when she said to me, yesterday, how was the trade deadline? I said, well... Wasn't some major moves. They were already done. My boy Giroux got traded. She goes, oh, wait, that guy's been with Philadelphia forever. I said, oh, wow, you, you know Claude Giroux. I'm impressed, okay? Claude Giroux, clearly a name that reverberates beyond just hockey fans. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love the guy. Geez, second in games and points, obviously the Flyers assists as well. Nice moment there, his final home game. Bob Clark there had the kids. What I love about this is, A, I hope he gets that ring because he deserves it. He's been a great player a long time, and he could reach out with Philadelphia. As you guys know, he's a UFA. He could come back to Philly, two, three-year deal. Who knows? But the fact he's going to Florida and playing the top line, I love it. 
Like, he's great on face-offs, but they'll put him on the wing, but he can do face-offs occasionally. He's still a guy who's a 25-goal scorer. He's at 18 right now, and he's going to, like, a top-flight team. What's interesting is that apparently Colorado and Boston both offered the Flyers more, but Giroux really held the hammer. Like He basically just told Chuck Fletcher, hey, it's Florida or nothing, and obviously the Flyers realized, well, let's get something for him. So let's hope Owen Tippett, former first-round pick, works out and get a conditional first-round pick. But I'm happy for Giroux because he's going to a contender and he's going to a top-flight offense. I mean, I know Tampa is still the class of the division until they get beaten. I understand that. But I wouldn't be shocked if Florida wins. We all know last year's series went to six. Florida at times outplayed Tampa. I hope Giroux can be a difference maker. I really do. Team's dangerous offensively. They got Sam Reinhardt on their third line. Yeah, and it's scary. It's decent. You should play with Verhage and Barkov up top. Nice. Now, before the break, I said we'd maybe talk to you about uh, the new Batman movie. And uh, Pinder asked, is that the one with, uh, w- what did you go with? Uh, the, the, who is it? The, I don't know. So you don't even know. He's Val not, Kilmer, yeah. Was that the one? yeah. It's not Val Kilmer. Jeez. I am so bad at that. I cannot, I cannot have conversations about pop culture references. If it's not sports, I'm useless. I don't know what's happened. I blame this job. No, ever since you had the twins, that's what happened. That you, is it. Ever that's since it. The twin boys, you're locked in on Paw Patrol. Oh. That's it. So no, how, uh, how is the what, Mayor Humdinger? That's yeah, that's something. How have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Mayor Humdinger, by the way, horribly inept. But we're talking about the Batman, and listen, it's weird sometimes. You see a film is very good, but it's not particularly enjoyable. That's what I felt about the Batman. Here's what's good about it. It's dark and it's brooding. And I love the iterations of these different Batmans. He had the Adam West version, which was so campy. I love the Tim Burton version. Again, gothic and dark. My man, Michael Keaton, Nicholson overacting. DeVito, a great penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer, woman scorned as Catwoman. Then you have Christopher Nolan's trilogy, which was high art. I mean, they literally, they changed the Oscars. They go, we have to have more nominees rather than just five. Let's expand it to ten, up to ten, because the Dark Knight was, of course, excluded for Best Picture Nagging Omission. Now, this version, fellas, it's so dark, not only in terms of themes, and obviously Batman's a dark guy when you look at his origins, but physically, like at times, I'm like, wait, can we get the lighting up a little bit? Can I, can I adjust the screen, the contrast? God, it's tough to see these shadowy, sinister images, but it's the next version of the Batman is just going to be a black screen. Ten years now, we're going to have <laughs> a black screen and nine-inch nails playing and go, wow, this is such a nihilistic version of Batman. So I, I think it's very good in showing a diseased Gotham City and showing criminals, but it, it's not a fun movie. Like, like the, like the Batman that I love, again, the, the Burton version, like those are fun movies. I mean, even Christopher Nolan's movie has fun moments. This is just dark, sinister people. But again, I thought it was very good. It's definitely long. My brother was like, geez, I ended about five different times. I'm like, well, you're looking at two-hour, 56-minute running times. Yeah. Good luck on the slushies. Get your bathroom break in early. But I love the guy who played the Penguin. I don't want to spoil it for you. Clearly, Pinder doesn't even know who's in the movie. But don't look up who plays the Penguin, because the guy who plays the Penguin plays him like he's alcoholic. He was fantastic. Yeah, it's not Jake Gensel. It's actually Colin Farrell. (laughs) It was DeVito 92, Colin Farrell 30 years later. There you go. All right, buddy. Well, it's good to talk to you. Well, I got a little update here from Panthers practice this morning, Adnan. Oh, yeah? Five-man power play unit, all forwards, including Giroux. Let it, yeah. Let her cook. I've been waiting for this my whole life. A five-forward power play unit? Yes! Chaos! Sorry. A little inside. Yeah, no, it's very inside. You, it, the things that There's matter. Not a, no defense in what it. The things that matter to Pinder uh, matter to uh, some other people, and often no one else. So, Just me uh, though. Don't don't feel badly about that at all. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy uh, spring training. We'll talk to you in a week. Well, think of it, fellas. Power of the dog is the favorite to win Best Picture of the Oscars this Sunday. Okay. And right now, as far as Pinder's concerned, it's the year of the cats. 
Go Panthers. That's, That's right. right. Yep. Thanks, Adnan. Very good. Lovely. Put the bow on it. See ya. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> proud of himself. Yeah. Listen, yeah. no, it's very good. No, it was very good. The great, the great ones make it look easy. Yeah, uh, so yeah, what is it? Uh, Barkov, Huberdeau, Giroux, Reinhardt, and uh, Duclair with no Ekblad. There is that. So Ekblad probably that, uh, stays. Ekblad if he's would healthy. probably be there if he were healthy. But still, it's um, yeah. I hope they score a billion goals. And other teams try it. It's one of those things when you look at it on paper. Sam Reinhardt's on the third. Well, yeah, Sam Reinhardt, if he's going to be on your third line, so, you balance it out. Marchment and Reinhardt, third line. They've combined for 40 goals. Loisterine in third line center. Bennett, Huberdeau, Duclair on the second. Verhege, Barkov, and Claude Yeah, Giroux. and that's because Lindell's out. He's usually a third line. He's a stud, too. Oh. That team's going to be fun to watch. And maybe it doesn't happen, but if we get a Battle of Florida in round two, please, scheduling lords, keep that mm-hmm. staggered from if the Flames are playing someone. If we could spread these things out or doubleheader them, that'd be amazing. Holy. We'll do uh, get your texts in here. It's what you want to talk about. It's brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Do you own a pharmacy? Find out how Calgary Lock and Safe can retrofit your locks to meet the new mandates. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Do must go to pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, somebody saying there's two teams in Florida. Well, I think we're aware of that. Is that right? I think so. Thanks for that. Appreciate that, though. With the, the Orlando Magic and the Florida Panthers, right? Oh, Those sure. are the two? Yeah, yeah. Um... Is it safe to say Johnny must be more than likely re-signing here because he wasn't traded yesterday? Alternative is he walks for nothing. That would be worse than the Aginla trade. I don't think it has, I, I wouldn't read into anything. I, you, you're number one in your division. You are going to the playoffs. You're, yeah, not, you're not taking first now. The first don't help you in the playoffs this year. You're not trading your, the fourth overall scorer in the NHL because you might lose him for nothing. Yeah, the, the see fact, Phil Forsberg, see Chris Letang, see Evgeny Malkin. There's lots of guys whose deals are up that aren't going anywhere mm-hmm. and that teams are confident they'll be able to resign when the season's over. We'll see. Uh, there have been lots of teams that have used five forwards in the power play. Tampa and Winnipeg come to mind. Love it. Good. Awesome. What is it about it that uh, that you hunger for? Why is that one defenseman well, really just, stuck in your craw? No, it's because it used to be two defensemen that was stuck in people's craw. Oh, you need 2D out there. It's just like we're allowed to be modern. I just There's so many people that just, the game was played this way 30 years ago, and so any change I'm pushing back on. It's like, well, come on now. There's room for improvement here. We can try some things. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, this kid's 5'6". I don't care if he has 200 points in major. Well, well no, there's still major biases that exist for no reason. Oh, because 30 years ago we did it this way. Okay. How are you doing with the helmet uh, stickers? Are you okay? Because I know helmet that was... Stickers. you were. Well, I mean, it's like, geez, I mean, we got to really worry about revenues here. Now, totally okay for Arizona to play in a 3,500-seat arena where they don't get okay, concessions, yeah, yeah. but... I just Everyone, know you're a forward, we need uh, you. We need you to to be okay with helmet stickers. I know you're a forward thinker. Like, I just we can add ten grand here, but that's going to cost us twenty mil. Look at the progress we're making. Hello, idiots! Move the team in Arizona. 
Boomer, tell, tell Daryl to use 5D on the power play. I've actually seen his brother in uh, Red Deer. He would do 5D. I, I could guess how the game's going if that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot to not a lot, and I don't know which way it's going, but that's sending a message. It was always great because Moon would come on. Uh, we're here in uh, Spokane, and uh, Rebels are trailing uh, 15 nothing. Uh, start of the third period, and, well, we've got uh, uh, five defensemen out there to start the third period. Oh, usually it's how it's going. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Message sent and received, I'd think. Hey, Pinder, Mayor Humdinger or Mayor Quimby? Oh, Mayor Quimby. I'm not that familiar with Mister Humdinger. He's an absolute. Is he really? Eh, boob, stumbling, bumbling, really? Because yeah. Quimby's got his bleep together. No, no, he's he's just a slimy crook. Yeah, that's what we're used to with politicians. That pretzels, repeat pretzels. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, Dumas, did you hear uh, something was wrong with the uh, first hour of the podcast today? I don't know if you heard anything about it. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we know. You I got, got a little blip of it if you wanted to hear it. Love it. Yeah. I'm dying to hear it. Dying to hear it. Bring it out of here. All right. Yeah, yeah. Make it stop. I oh didn't my even, gosh, I just got a migraine. I didn't even notice. What, <laughs> boy, people are sticklers. I didn't even hear anything wrong with it. That's great content. If somebody hadn't brought it up, I wouldn't have even noticed. Hey, guys, you need to get Alex Singleton on. My Broncos signed him yesterday. Oh, did he get inked yesterday? Yeah, that is in. awesome. Good for them. It was cool. That division is all the fun right now. I was on the old uh, Twitter box there as he was doing a live thing. It's like, hey, good. You know what? Awesome. Like chatting with Broncos fans or his workouts it with his, his sister that he, no, it was his, he does that online all the time. No, it was his uh, media availability with well, the, uh, sitting in front of the, bron- the Bronco backdrop Good there. for him. Tackling machine. Let Singleton cook. That's what Woo. that's what I say. Uh, shoot me in the face before you ever play that again. Yeah, don't do that again. What, that, the start of the podcast? Don't. No, it's don't. gone. It's Why, what does it sound like? No, we just did this game. I'm not Stop sure the hammering. Uh, Boomer, can you please get Jim Benning on the show for the playoffs? I'm not sure what Jim would have to offer. <sighs> A lot of insights on what not to do. I mean, his team that he's left behind, they're probably not going to be in the playoffs. So I'm not sure what he well, would Well, that's have why he's, to, yeah, I mean, I mean you wouldn't yeah, want him on having biased opinions about the Canucks. He's a clean slate yeah. with cover a matchup. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that... Um, they actually sold a couple expiring contracts on the Canucks at the deadline. Is that right? That's, I mean, how bold is that? You actually could turn expiring assets into futures in years that you're not bound for the playoffs. What uh, Now, the Tyler Mott for a fourth. That was the, the feedback. It's like, I can't believe they didn't get more for Mott. So is that the media and fans overvaluing Mott, or did they, in fact, get less than what they could have gotten if they'd sold him before now? Well, like, because oh, I, I didn't get anything for Dan Hamhuis, Radam Verbata, Chris Higgins, Chris Tanev, Troy Stetcher, Alex Edler, Jacob Markstrom, or Sean Mathias combined. So, like, the new GM's kind of making me look bad and stuff. Just different philosophies, Jim. That's all. It's because we were like contenders. It's different. You wanted to get. We made it to the playoffs like once in eight years. Don't want to disrupt the room. Guys get emotional when but good buddies leave. Trev always said we should sell. Trev. He's a loser. All right. That's uh, what you want to talk about. It's brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Operate your locks with the touch of your phone. Upgrade to smart locks with Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Flames game day. Sharks tonight. I would anticipate that the uh, Flames are going to want to get right tonight. 
They've lost twice twice to the Sharks. I anticipate it's, a, it's make amends day. I think that, and if they beat them by what six, then they get count two wins. They get them back. They're not that far removed from uh, two shutouts in three games. Uh, did not being score, shut out. That's right. Did not score against Buffalo. Did not score against. Ah, but Colorado. the new lines, Dean. The new lines looked good. Looked good the other day. See it tonight. See it tonight if they stay together. Seven o'clock, six o'clock warm up. Steinberg at four with uh, Flames talk. No. And uh, Flames talk starting in just moments from now with uh, with you and. Um, Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Flames game day. See you tomorrow, buddy.